welcome to the Love Mish podcast. I am your host, Mish. There are a billion people in the world, and I'm just one of them. And welcome to my podcast, where I'll share my thoughts, opinions, and ramblings, and sometimes I'll have guests, and no subject is off limit. So let the conversation begin. Mimi, go Mimi. It's the Misha podcast. Hey, go Mimi, go Mimi. Thank God I am not a sucker for wine because had I been, I probably would have been a goner. I want whoever is watching this video to know the signs, the warnings, the red flags, what an approach is like because it's no longer, oh, you want some candy? Oh, you want to see my puppy? These traffickers have new ways of being very charming and being very deceiving and making you gain their trust. So even I, as a 25 year old woman, was fooled for a hot minute. This is that story. Hey guys, it's Katrina. Welcome to my channel. Um, never in my life did I think that I would have a story to tell about this subject. Um, but now that I do, I am taking it as the utmost importance to share it and make sure that um, you guys know the tactics that sex traffickers use to try to lure women in um, or vulnerable people, not just women. Um, and I'm thankful that I know now. And now that it's happened to me, I can see why so many um, young kids and girls and boys disappear because of these things. I am a 25 year old woman. So in my head, I always thought that sex traffickers target, you know, really young girls, little girls, you know, up to like maybe 18. I just didn't think it, it, it would happen to me. As I, as I talk, I'll throw out some um, references and some screenshots of what one of the traffickers like said to me. Um, so let's begin. This just happened to me. I was at a resort called Lawrence Welk. Uh, my grandparents have a timeshare there and I've been feeling like really overwhelmed with life and trying to figure out it out and what I need to do. And so I had asked my grandparents if I could just spend a weekend getaway up there on my own. Just, you know, do some self-reflection, make some YouTube videos. Um, I actually was filming a video about um, how to be comfortable being alone, which I will be posting soon. Um, and after filming that video, I decided to go take a dip in the pool and just relax. I'm in the pool, I'm by myself, I have some music in my ears, and um, I see in my peripheral, a man is coming up to me. Um, he was uh, an Asian man, kind of short, long goatee um and he's with this young girl and I take out my ear pods because I can see he wants to say something to me and so he's like hey my daughter was just saying that you look like a model and I wanted to come up and, and talk to you as well and ask you if you like have you done modeling so mind you guys I get approached all the time by strangers telling me that I look like a model or asking if I model so this was nothing um out of the ordinary to me. 
I hope that doesn't sound like I'm tooting my own horn. I said that so casually. I'm very humbled by that. I'm a words of affirmation girl. So I love like hearing those compliments. So this was nothing out of the ordinary. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've actually really been trying to get into modeling. And then he starts asking me like, well, what have you been doing? And I was just like, I'm just, you know, shooting with friends here and there. And um, he's like, oh, well, I'm with AMA. Mind you, I don't know what AMA is. I assumed it was something to do with modeling some agency. I don't question it. He goes, I'm with AMA. I do um, acting, modeling, voiceovers. Um, and he was like, I actually have, you know, a company of my own. And um, he told me that, you know, I, he said something like, I work mostly with ethnic women and you know, you know what I mean? Like we're trying to do this with like ethnic women, you know what I mean? And he kept saying that and I'm like, just kind of a go with the flow kind of girl. So I was just like, oh yeah, I got you. I had no idea what he was saying. Fake. Um, so he was like, but I would love to like take you on board. Um, I think you would be great. And he was like, if you could send me a headshot, um, a here, take my number and uh, let's work together in the future. And I'm thinking like, oh wow, I, this is this is awesome. Like I've really been trying to make connections like that. And so I was like, sure. So I give him my number. Again, uh, it should be noted that I'm a very trusting person to trusting, I guess, trusting to a default. Um, so I just give him my number because I believe everything that he's telling me. He, he was just like, oh, it's a pleasure speaking with you. And I was like, pleasure speaking with you too. Seemed very normal. The little girl was with him. That made me feel, you know, more comfortable. Um, and then they went away. So then not a, not a minute and a half after this guy leaves, this woman comes up to me and um, she is Sri Lankan. I later find out. Um, so she comes up to me and she was like, Hey, like, I, I just wanted to say you look super cute. And she's uh, off the bat starts complimenting me, telling me how beautiful I look. And she just seems really friendly and nice. And she's like, and I wanted to check on you because that guy, like he came up to you and I was kind of worried. I was watching your conversation. What was he saying to you? And I was like, oh, he just approached me about modeling and things like that. And she's like, oh, like, who did he say he was with? And I was like, oh, AMA or something. And I remember her saying, oh, well, you better look that up and make sure that it's legit. Like, he looks kind of rough. I, I wouldn't like trust him. So she's saying all these things, right? And I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm taking it with a grain of salt because my interaction with him in the moment, it felt like it was normal. Like I wasn't worried at all. And then, so she comes up and kind of plants the seed in my head, like, you better be careful. And then she mentioned, she's like, but like, you look so cute in your bathing suit right now. He could have taken a picture of you and just exploited you. So she uses that language, right? And I'm like, right, well, okay. And I'm not really thinking much of it. Cause again, like, girl, I'm in a bathing suit at a pool with a bunch of people in bathing suits. Like men have probably taken 16 pictures at this point. I'm just like, you know, she just seems like a like, really protective person and she's looking out for me as a fellow woman. So, you know, I'll take it. So then um, she continues to tell me about how she is a inspirational speaker and has this Facebook page. So she's like, oh yeah, look it up. It's called this. I, I, I'm not gonna say it because I don't want anyone to like explore or get in trouble or anything. I look it up and I find it and She's talking like, oh my gosh, I've been doing this for a long time. Like, this is how I make my money. And I noticed like, there's only 32 likes on the Facebook page. So I'm like, okay, and you're telling me to be aware of 
this guy and make sure he's legit and you've got 32 likes and you're really like talking yourself up right now. Sorry if that seems superficial, but I don't know. That just, that seemed a little strange to me. That was the first thing that seemed strange. And then she's talking and she's like, so you want to like get into modeling and stuff? I, I used to do modeling and um, actually I, I do modeling. I have a school for children and she's like mostly kids of color, but we let in anybody. Um, and also my daughter, she's eight years old. She's a published writer. I'm a published writer. We write poetry. And so I'm just thinking like, I'm listening to this woman who wants to talk about her life and she's just going on and on about all these great things she does and talks about all these connections that she has shoes. And she starts inviting me to like come speak if I want to. She's like, I can tell you have a story. Like I've been, I've been looking at you. You seem like you came here and you, you, you've got something, you know, deep going on and maybe even a little painful. And she's saying these things like she's reading me, right? And I can see right through it. Like, girl, you could have said that to anybody in this pool and they're gonna agree with you. But again, I'm fake, so I'm going with it, right? And um, she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, I can tell. Like, you know, we should sit down and swap stories because I have a story to tell too. So that was the first invite. She invites me to come speak um, at one of her conventions or whatever. And then she's telling me she knows this woman who is um, in the pageant industry, telling me that I should be in pageants. Oh, I'm gonna give you this connection, right? And then there's another woman who's in the modeling agency who works with LA models or something like that. And she gives me that connection. Again, she's talking to me like a friend, like she's trying to look out, trying to give me some advice. And that's how I feel like, oh, she's just really friendly. And now she starts saying about how she doesn't usually stay at Lawrence Welk. She's like, oh yeah, I usually stay at really fancy places like the Ritz and Hilton. So that's where I started to feel like, okay, who talks like that? Like you sound like an annoying Disney Channel character right now. Oh, I usually don't stay here. I stay at the Ritz. Like, okay. I, some people like to flaunt their money. I find that strange. So she continues to say, you should come to Laguna Beach with me. I have a house up in Long Beach and I love to stay in Laguna. It's beautiful. We should go, like get some drinks and whatever. And again, I'm like, okay, this girl's really friendly. Um, that would be really nice. And I'm talking to her like, oh yeah, I love Laguna. Like that would be really fun. And um, then at some point in the conversation, she goes, um, how old are you, 18? And I was like, no, I'm 25. And she was like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah. I said my usual line, black don't crack. And um, then she starts telling me a story about her husband and how he hasn't kissed her for 20 years. And I'm like, I did not sign up for this. Like, okay, this is just, you know, there's a term in psychology called high self-disclosures. And that means that you're a person that just likes to talk about your life and you can meet someone and tell them everything. So I'm just like, this lady's a high self-disclosure. Um, and all right, I'm just gonna sit here and I'm, I'm the right person to talk to you about those things because, you know, I'll be kind and I'll just, you know, be a listening ear. So what was happening here that I didn't realize in the moment was this was a grooming process. She is trying to gain my trust. She is trying to appear, you know, down to earth, get on my level, be really friendly. Um, and it's all about trust gaining. And that's what I, uh, after doing some research, I found out that sex traffickers, um, now it's not just like, oh, let me snatch this girl and take her. 
it's a whole process of really gaining your trust and get, being a friend to you so that eventually you're gonna feel like you kind of owe them something they've been so nice um so this is what she she's doing right now to me and it, so at first i was kind of falling for it but then it got weird when she started telling me oh no you should come to sri lanka with me sri lankan men they'll treat you right oh my cousin um her her brother he's about your age he would be perfect for you and i'm like okay this is this is when in my spirit something started to tell me this is weird and nobody's this nice and nobody wants to give you this many resources for no reason um so i started to feel a little strange like okay <laughs> i don't first of all um, I like how you assume I want a man, like I, I don't, I'm, I'm good in that regard, but I wasn't going to say anything. You know, she just keeps talking. She talks to me for like about, uh, probably about 35 minutes y'all. And then she is also surrounded by all these young girls and she introduces them as their, oh, this is my niece. This is my daughter. This is my cousin's daughter. Like, and the girls seem, you know, really sweet. Um, and then before the conversation ends, she's like, you should come to my room tonight. Um, and mind you, she had asked me what room I was in casually. And guys, I know I'm literally so naive and stupid. Um, I told her what room I was in. I was like, oh yeah, I'm staying in this and blah, blah, blah room. And she was like, oh, well you should come to my room tonight for wine and, and chocolate strawberries. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that would be fun. Again, I'm a huge pushover. I hate to say no to people. I'm learning. I know it's work in progress. Um, and so I'm really in my head, like considering it, like 70% of me is like, okay, I should probably go because she seems really nice. I'm like, I don't want to let her down. Crazy. I know certified people pleaser right here. So now in my head, I'm thinking, I need to get away from this woman. Like, I came on this vacation to just be on my own. Ooh, that was another thing. I told this woman that I was at the resort alone. Now, in retrospect, I was the perfect target for a sex trafficker because they prey on vulnerable young women who are alone and who are looking for a brighter day and a better way for their life. And I literally am telling, I told this woman, she talked a lot, so I could barely get a word in, but it, with the words I did get in, I literally told her like, I'm in a rough spot. Like I really just like, you know, I'm trying to figure out uh, efficient ways to make money, but also like be joyful about it. And so she's offering me all these different like ways that I could make money and how she could help me and all these connections that she could give me to be able to do that. At the end, yeah, she, invited me to the room and I was like, yeah, okay. Like I'll probably come later. I'm going to head out. And so as I'm walking out, I walk out to my room alone and it is a far walk. And I remember walking thinking, I love how here as a woman, I can walk in the dark alone because I feel safe. Now I know I will never do that again because then what transpired after I got back to my room creeped me the heck out. It, it started when the the weirdness of that whole encounter just i couldn't let it go i called my friend and i was talking to him about what happened about how initially the guy came up to me 
And I just thought, you know, it was my lucky day. Like he came up to me and then she came up to me. At first I was saying, it's my lucky day. I've been trying to manifest these things in my life and manifest connections for modeling and pageants and things like that. So I'm like, this is just, you know, a, a sign from God of like, yes, like I'm going to give this to you. Keep searching for it. And now it, no, it, it was not that at all, unfortunately. So when I'm talking to the friend, I'm still thinking the guy was legit. And that the woman was just a little strange. And he was like, he was like, definitely don't go to her room. Like, don't talk to her again. And um, also I had given her my phone number because I texted her uh, or she gave me her number. I texted her my name and I messaged her on Facebook from her little, you know, inspirational speaker page with 32 likes. <laughs> then I, I get back to my room and immediately I or not immediately the the word that came to mind when I was thinking about that woman was like sex trafficking I don't even know how I thought of it but it just hit me and I and I was like let me look up some YouTube videos about encounters with with sex traffickers like Colos calls and see if they have any similarities to mine and oh my gosh they all mirrored mine. And then I really knew like, there is no way on this God's good earth that I am going to that lady's room. Because if I go to drink wine over there, bet your bottom dollar I'm gonna be given some kind of drug and I would have been gone. I, I realized that that guy was just a way to build the trust for that woman to come in and be like, I've got your back. So I was like, he's definitely a part of it too. What the heck? I don't have any, any modeling connections now. <laughs> so now I realize they have my phone number. They have my Facebook. They have my room number. And I put the deadbolt on my room. The guy had been texting me that night. I had, I, I still thought he was legit when I, when I got to my room. So I had texted him for his email. Um, he texted me his website and I had asked, I told him that I would send him my headshot. Thank God I didn't. Ooh, that's another thing, pictures. When I was in the pool with the woman, um, she was like, oh, well, I don't wanna take your picture. You look so cute right now. What phone do you have? I have, I was like, I have the XR. And she was like, well, I have the iPhone 11, so we'll take it on my phone. Girl was trying to, she was telling me about how this man would exploit me. No, she was trying to exploit me. Projection at its finest. And she didn't end up taking those pictures of me. She also offered me a place to stay up in Long Beach where again, some niece or cousin or aunt or whatever has a room. She's like, oh yeah, I think a room's gonna be opening up. You could live there. That probably was some kind of like scary house. I don't know the next morning. I called the human trafficking hotline. I was on hold for probably about seven minutes before somebody picked up and I proceeded to tell the story. I was like, I feel really awkward. I hope I'm not wasting your time, but I think that I was just approached by sex traffickers and I want to report it. And she was like really friendly. She just let me tell the story of what happened. And she was like, yeah, they were definitely trying to lure you in. I told her that they had a bunch of kids around them. And she was like, they often, she was like, they very well could be on vacation and they, the kids could be a part of their family because she had asked if they were malnourished or anything. And I was like, no, they weren't. And she was like, yeah, so they 
A lot of the time sex traffickers use kids as trust builders. The kids don't even know about it. She requested I give her the Instagram that the guy gave me, the email that the guy gave me, both of the phone numbers I left them with her, and she made a case. And I told her that I told them my room number. And she was like, please call the resort right after you get off the phone with me and ask if you can get your room changed. I was like, okay, I will. And it was a very pleasant conversation. It was very easy. I'm gonna put that number up right now and I will leave that number in the description box. Um, ladies and gents, if ever you feel in the slightest that there are sex traffickers around or you see a situation like that or that happens to you, call, do call, leave any information that you can. It is so important that we get these people and make sure that they don't use their evil sadistic ways on any more children or any more of our beloved brothers and sisters. It, it's better safe than sorry and I'm so thankful that I called. And after that I called the resort and the resort was very nice. I was afraid that they weren't gonna believe me, but no, the resort, Lawrence Welk took everything that I said very seriously. Um, unfortunately, they were unable to move me because it's Labor Day weekend and they were booked as much as they wanted to move me. Um, she was like, you need to speak to security, leave them a detailed description of these people. I did that and then immediately deactivated my Facebook. I blocked their numbers after I got one more text from the woman. I'll put that up right now. she said that so basically she was trying to get me to say oh well my thermostat's not broken come on over let's party let's have fun <laughs> like no girl you got blocked because i know what you're up to and i'm so stupid for falling for it in the beginning but you know what no i'm not gonna say i'm stupid um because a lot of women fall for this and because again they're very charming they're cunning and very good at manipulating and making you believe that they're your friends. So there are a few different types of traffickers. There's that where there's like a tag team. Um, they're also the traffickers called lover boys where they're these really attractive men who dress like super nicely and they'll try to approach women and try to make it seem like they'll be you know your boyfriend and and then they eventually end up getting these poor girls into the trafficking system and there's also girls who are don't even really recognize that they are human traffickers because they've been in the system for so long and they recruit other young girls so there's a bunch of different ways that this can happen for me it just happened to be two adults that were a tag team they might be married that man and women i don't know but i definitely know that they're working together to try to lure me in to their nasty business. If you've watched to this point, thank you so much. Please share this with somebody that you know and love and care about. Spread awareness to your friends. I would have never known had this not happened to me. Like modeling jobs, that's one of the things that they use and I almost fell prey to it. And thank God I don't like wine. The next day, just to you know, end the story, put your mind at ease, I had my grandparents come up and they spent the rest of the day with me. And now I'm back home and I'm safe. And I made this video immediately when I came home because I didn't want to forget any of the details. So um, also to, to 
lastly, I'll add that the websites that they gave me and like the Facebook pages that they gave me, they come up with like, like make their own Instagrams. They make Facebook pages and websites that seem a little bit weird. Like there's not a lot of people on there. There's like some content, but not really, but they're making it in a way that it seems legit. Like it seems real, but like, but it's not like the website the guy gave me, I was like, what is this? It was so vague, basic, and that's a sign. Okay, if it seems vague, if it seems weird, it's probably not real. They walk among us, y'all, for real. They're right underneath our noses and we wouldn't even know it. And also California is number one for sex trafficking in the United States. So just guys, be safe. Keep an eye on your kids. Keep an eye on your sisters, your friends, your brothers, everybody that you care about. Make awareness, let them know. Thank you so much for watching this video. I hope that you're staying safe, having a, a good time wherever you may be. And I hope that you'll see me again in another video soon. Stay safe. Hey loves, and welcome to another episode of Love Niche Podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk about women and trafficking. Bruh, this episode made me cry. I already know it. Um... And I don't know why just different things be coming to me, but I'm like, okay, universe, I hear you. You know, thank you for this message. I'm going to share it with someone else. Because I saw the movie Taken 1, 2, and 3. You know, every time I go on vacation with my friends, everybody's like, be careful. You know, it's dangerous out there. And, you know, we pray and we just keep it moving. We go, we have a good time. I don't know of anyone that has been kidnapped or taken or trafficked or anything like that. So thank you, universe, for taking me, my family, my friends but everyone isn't so fortunate and so many people are victims of this and i have just been covered and i'm so thankful for that the next episode i'm going to do is prayer definitely going to beef up my prayer my family my friends and myself and i don't want this to be a fearful thing i want it to be something empowering so when i heard the woman's video which you you know you just heard she's on youtube i literally cried because that is so me when she said people pleaser it's like oh okay this lady's telling her life story okay let's let's go get a drink just never never thinking the worst that's that is like a problem for me never thinking the worst that can happen just not not even having it in my mind not to say not me but i would never do that to someone i can't imagine someone doing it to me like it just never crosses my mind but it happens every day and I'm so glad I saw this. So glad Universe brought it to my attention so that I could be more aware and more precautious. Um, and I'm glad that she was able to peep it and nothing happened to her. But as I was reading the comments, my heart was just so sad. So I'm going to read some of these comments and then I'm going to get my personal um, experience um, about the situation. So... And these might, you know, make you tear up. I'm a traffic survivor and it's no joke. God is good. I could have died in there. You are blessed if you have survived. These are comments, y'all. I was dumb enough to go to the beach by myself because the sound of the waves comforts me again. I'd be going to the damn beach. And I was going through a lot. I was staying... I was staying, I was staying literally right across from the beach. A guy came up to me. He was creeping me out as I was walking. And I tried to screenshot this. Did I catch the rest of it? Okay, so I didn't catch the rest, but I remember the story. Girl, this man was trying to get her. And I girl, girl, guy, whoever's listening, 
this man was trying to get her to get in the car. Come on, we're going to meet my friend. We're going to go to this club. And an old grandma lady walked up behind her, didn't know her, and was like, come on, everybody's waiting for you. And I thought that was smart because he probably could have got both of them. But she was wise enough to say, everyone's waiting for you. Like, there's a group of us, you know, I'm not, we're not alone. And she was able to get away. At the beach, minding her own business, dealing with it a lot, wanting to hear the fucking waves. Like, what's wrong with the world? What is wrong with the world? And I want to get my opinion so bad right now, but I'm going to finish these comments. Because, again, I've been telling you I've been reading this Dracon books. And she's really been teaching me a lot. Okay, so next person says, when they asked, are you a model? She should have said, I'm a cop on vacation and my husband is upstairs. <laughs> that was pretty good. Someone else said, be aware of strangers bearing gifts and be wary of strangers who bear their souls. Self-defense one-on-one. Speaking of self-defense, I'm going to take a self-defense class um, to handle a gun and to like maybe fight box kickboxing. And when I have kids, son, daughter, both of them, all of them, however many good Lord gives, I want them to take those classes too because... Just knowing about dangers isn't doing any good. But knowing how to protect yourself is the best. Like, you want to make sure that you go down fighting. Not be an easy prey. Um, like, when y'all look at Animal Kingdom, some of them animals get away, don't they? You got you to gotta be a fighter. Okay. Another person said, you're not naive. You're not a pushover. You're not fake. You're not stupid. You're just normal, nice, considerate human beings still learning to navigate through a messed up, sick world. You're beautiful, and I'm glad you're okay. And I needed to hear that because so many people be like, oh, my God, you're so green or this, that, or other. That's fine. You may be, you, you are very correct. I wasn't raised by the streets. I was raised by a loving father and a loving mother in the fucking church where, yes, there are dangers that go on in the church. We are aware of that now but for the most part everything was happy go lucky bill cosby so to speak and we even see now that he was a whole fucking predator so no i didn't know about a lot of this this shit because that's not the life that i knew about and the people that do know about it had a rough ass childhood a rough ass life that's what taught you i'm thankful i didn't have to go through that shit to learn but i am learning i am learning and one thing I'm going to do for my family is I want them to know about those experiences so that they can learn not from going through them, but just learn from reading them. And I used to read a lot of like trap hood books growing up and I was learning about the streets and then I stopped. But because those I'm pretty sure were real stories and they just changed the names and you learn about a life that you don't live. I don't I don't I don't have a street life. That's not my life. I know nothing about it. But that's OK. The Lord, will, the Lord will uh, teach you. So the next one says, be careful, even with hotel staff, because oftentimes the hotels themselves are owned and managed by crime syndicates. They know what the fuck be going on. It might not be everyone employed there, but there's always someone in a position of power. And that's what I think about Kanika, y'all. Kanika Johnson, I think, who was in a fucking freezer. So I, I've been doing a little research. And all the research is pointing to um, what was Justin Bieber girl name? Anyway, she had the kidney transplant, bruh. 
This girl said that she was going for a job, got a new job, and for the job, she had to get blood. Anybody, way in the back, what job have you gave blood for? If you don't take this damn resume and let me know <laughs> if I'm good, good fit for this company or not, and keep it moving, blood. This ain't Ancestry.com. This ain't 123andMe. Blood. So, knew the girl was a good candidate and the freezer out of all places. Now, what is the freezer good for? Keeping your organs fucking fresh. Keeping them fresh. That is just so sad. But anyways, this world. You think it's eat, sleep, go to work, and take care of your family. It's a whole lot more going on. Um, okay, let me finish that part. He says, but there, it be not everyone employed, but there's always someone in a position of power caught up in some web or under an umbrella. So web means they know it's wrong and they stuck. An umbrella is a whole, that means it goes higher. That's just one out of a whole mess. That could be web too. As a survivor, somebody else. Y'all, the, the messages just was like, oh my God. As a survivor of sex trafficking, I want to thank you for your transparency and tell your story. I super respect your process and thank you for educating. When you are a woman alone, don't ever have earbuds in. Be aware. Now, I used to walk with my earbuds at work. And I remember one of my coworkers came up to me and he said, you didn't even see me, did you? And he was like, you need to be aware. Take one of them out and be aware. This is downtown. I'm like, it's all these cars and stuff. Like, again, like, right in front of security, right in front of the building. So, these men be knowing. They know. And I'm going to get to that at the end. It sucks that a lot of manners were taught as kids and it makes you targets and predators. For predators. Glad that you stayed safe. Now, I agree with this because I grew up as a yes ma'am, no ma'am. You know, respect your elders. Even in church, I remember... Parents used to put us in the kid room and go to church. We had to listen to them people. Ain't no telling what the hell was going on. And if if that's somebody that's an elder, you're supposed to respect them. And they say, don't tell. You didn't fucking tell. And I think I remember being in the basement one time. And it was something going on. And it was a big old scene. And I remember another time. It's sad when the pastor had to make an announcement, watch your kids going to the damn bathroom and all these single moms sending their sons in the damn bathroom. Now, these are men we're supposed to be looking up to. My, my son can't piss in peace in church? So if it's like that in the church, well, that's probably where the predators want to go anyway. But again, I told y'all that book told me a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie to the madness. Okay. It's even more sick when women help men sex trafficking young women. Now, you have to be a sick-ass woman to do that. Because you are a mother. You breed life. How dare you participate in taking it? That's disgusting. And you're going to have to answer to that. From God, creator of the universe. And this boy got a long comment. And this is a guy. I had a similar experience at Target. I was working in stocking cookies on the shelves for a separate company. While I'm working, I had a 24-year-old looking guy tell me that I looked familiar. This was a perfect way to get me instantly hooked into the conversation. He begins asking me what my life goals are, employing that he has a better job for me. I tell him that I'm happy working as a vendor. He asks for my phone number. I give it to him. When I get home, we begin texting for a little bit. He said something kind of off. 
off-putting, so I stopped messaging back. A few weeks later, I had a similar age-looking girl approach me when I was working at the same Target. She chats me up the exact same way and asks if I'm happy with my job. I tell her yes, and the conversation ended. After A week after that, I get another similar age-looking guy at the same Target giving me the same speech. Y'all, I get things in three, unfortunately. I assume that it's from a pyramid scheme, so I was really short with him. At that point, I felt like these people were wasting my time, and I tell him I'm not interested. He gets super angry and tries playing it off as though he wasn't. Then I told him I was going to get back to work, and he left. I'm a man and was 21. This happened two years ago, and I'm just now finding out and I'm just now finding out about that these are signs of human trafficking recruitment. And this happened in Denver, Colorado. Be safe out there. Two years ago, yo. Okay. When me and my brother were younger, our mom took us to a mall out in Lakewood or Long Beach. Not quite sure since we were young. But I remember a lady approaching my mom saying that my brother and I were so cute. And that she's a recruiter for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all run from fucking Disney. And there's an upcoming show about two brothers. And we would be a perfect fit for it. She gave my mom her number and said there's an upcoming audition soon. My mom threw that shit straight in the trash. And I remember my brother and I were hella pissed. I remember a few years went by and the sweet life of Zach and Cody came out. And we were heated. Me and my brother were like, this is the show. It could have been us. But looking back... The lady undoubtedly could have been part of some type of sex trafficking organization. I mean, even the real Disney, there we go, traffics children, especially at auditions and on cruise ships. So whether she was legitimate or fake, it doesn't matter because my mom felt something was off and she knew what was up. Boom. When people start asking these types of things, avoid them. Your age, if you got a boyfriend, your whereabouts, your family members, do your family know where you are right now? Um, they're willing to give you free expensive stuff without really knowing you. They're trying really hard to convince you to travel somewhere far. Your friends in school can be the ones luring you into being trafficked. This is what happened to me. Be aware of everyone, including your so-called friends. Never go to a party and leave your drink unattended if you do get a new drink. I was traveling abroad. I don't think I caught that one. This is why I'm training my daughter in mixed martial arts. Didn't I say that? Hey, she goes, I was traveling abroad and I had a layover in Aruba. This man was trying to make me leave the airport. He gave me all the reasons why I should, even offered me a shopping spree and I was 18. I finally told him I'm going to get security and he left me alone. Really scary. Not sure what he wanted to do, but I'm glad I didn't go. This is a black woman. This is why I'm training my daughter. Does she go again? Makes arcs. Thank you, honey. My daughter is 25. She lives in San Diego, 12 hours from home. Be safe. 800,000 Americans go missing each year. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think it's that much surgeries in the world. You know, and, and, and whatever needs to eat that, that's a very hungry appetite. 800,000 Americans go missing each year. Not that much surgeries. It don't need to be that many transplant. What the fuck is going on? 800,000? And I don't want to know. I'm just saying. Something's going on. And that's not okay. So the fact that y'all can make. Oh, we got this vaccine. We're going to cure the whole world. Fuck that. Go find these kids. Go on the ground in these damn tunnels and find these babies. Why is it flooding overseas and 600 missing kids is floating in the fucking water? Nobody's able to identify them. Let's talk about that.
that y'all worrying about the wrong damn thing. The kids are the future. If you don't protect them, that's it. It's a wrap. Who's going to continue your legacy? It's a wrap. And even if they don't go missing, if you're not teaching them, if you're not preparing them, if you're not leading them the right way, they're just as damn not being taken. So it's almost a win-win for the other side. What are we doing? I used to feel so sad for the animals in a slaughterhouse, and I realized we're the same. We're the same. They feed you the food. They fatten you up. And when somebody needs an organ... Oh, there's an accident. It's the same process. Cattle, human cattle. It's the same thing. They just took the shackles off for you so you won't try to run away. You're still a slave. You're in a system of numbers. They know your every they know your address, they know where you vote, all of this stuff. So they don't need to shackle you up. The numbers do it for them. You get a mortgage, they know you ain't going nowhere for 30 years. They get money out of you. And and if your kids sell the house, it was all for nothing. It's just, ugh. The whole system, y'all. The whole system. Okay. Did I get his? They are, they are definitely out here. A woman I used to talk to was approached in a similar matter and she had good sense to leave the situation immediately without saying much. They even target men for sex and organs too. Did I not just say that? One time I was in NOLA and I think this lady and her husband were trying to sprite my drink and do God knows what to me. You gotta be careful out there. And I just was thinking back at all the parties I went to, all the clubs I went to, you know, all the traveling. Like, bruh. I was with some good people. Thank you sister my friends i just was trying to have a good fucking time and they have always been alert for me and i'm so thankful simple lesson do not talk to strangers period they need to have sex trafficking education for young kids as early as middle school along with mandatory sex education that will reduce the incidence of these cases i say middle school i mean i say elementary it need to be a video with a young girl walking to school and someone snatching her from the bus stop and they need to tell you who to call what to do to that right there in fucking elementary why make make the middle school so the babies the ones that can really take won't have no knowledge and the ones that can fight will that don't make no sense elementary or at home how about that Once, as a teenager, a man approached me and my friend at the mall. He had this well-rehearsed talk about how he missed being young like us. Then he asked the name of our school. As I turned to leave with no answer, my friend keeps talking to him. I actually had to pull her away. I'm sure that if he had found out where we studied, he would be at our school the next day. I'm always suspicious of overly nice people. Unless you're writing my bio, don't ask my personal, don't ask me personal questions. That's good. I never hold long conversations with strangers to that extent. That was your biggest mistake. Once you do, they get a feel for you and try to break down your boundaries. Feel out your weaknesses. I'm from New York, so I'm street wise and street smart. Trust no one. Glad you're safe. Damn. That moment when hearing someone else's story makes all the pieces fit and it hits you like a ton of bricks. That's what I was feeling when I saw this. 
that right there, like, damn, like, everything came flashing back. You know how that's so crazy when she's just standing, all those visions come in her eyes. I, I just had, like, a flashback of all these memories. Like, damn, yo. Okay. So, um, and we gonna get, I'm, at the end, I'm gonna get back to that. This happened to me when I was in a grocery store with my eight-year-old son. The lady overcomplimented my outfit. I was wearing sweats. I turned the conversation around, asked her if she was okay, and let her know that if she's in danger to blink her eyes heavily. She ran away after I said that the folks that shop you are also in danger. It's sad. Damn, I didn't even think about that. I turned the conversation around and asked if she was okay and letting her know if she's in danger to bring her eyes. And the fact that she ran away, no, she was in danger. And they probably was watching her. I noticed that no, I didn't get that one. I recently traveled to Las Vegas with my family, but we sat in different places. There was this man who barely had a luggage telling me he lived there and asking me where I'm staying, my plans, and how long I was there. I just told him somewhere and on what my family, they wave when they notice he instantly stopped talking to me. I wish a bitch would. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't wish that on nobody. Once a stranger comes... Once a stranger comes up to me and tries to overcompliment me, asking me about my life and personal questions, that's a red flag. We have to know this isn't being paranoid. We have to know that any stranger asking you personal questions, being overly nice, is not normal. I'm a trucker doing research on human trafficking so that I can be aware and possibly help someone. If I can, I ran across this video and it helps. Thanks. Wow. When I was a teen, I had a part-time job at the mall. I worked at Victoria's Secret. This Hispanic lady came to the store asking me if I modeled. I told her I didn't. She was like, you need to model. Here's my card. Keep in mind, I have an older sister that moved to New York after high school and was, going a lot of and was getting a lot of gigs as a model. If I need a connection to the modeling world, I would ask my sister. The lady would come in and ask for me even on my days off. I started to worry because why is she so adamant? So I said to her, you have to meet my parents before I can go anywhere with you. She never came back to the store after that. That's freaky. At the girl's fucking job? I'm so glad you told this story. I am pretty young, 19 years old, and I'm still navigating my way through life. This video really made me open my eyes. Let's be aware that some resorts are in on these moves. Organized crimes are more common than you think. God damn. Organized. Organization. I was almost taken by sex traffickers too in London. I was on a public transport at 9 p.m. going home after work. I was 23 years old. A black man and a white man approached me on the bus and they were super friendly and charming and they didn't stop talking and complimenting me. They caught me off guard and quickly pulled up a camera and took photos of me. This man was wearing sunglasses at night, a suit and a suitcase, and the woman was wearing normal clothes. I'm sorry, a black man and a white woman. I thought they looked odd together. They said that they were modeling agents and wanted to send me to Stockholm and Sweden for a modeling gig. They asked me for my mobile number and I gave it. They were skilled manipulators. They got off the bus at the same stop as me and asked me if I wanted to take some photos in their apartment around the corner. 
That's when my intuition kicked in, and so I responded, my boyfriend is waiting for me at home, but how about tomorrow? And I smiled and walked away from them as I said goodbye. Imagine standing in a dark alley in London at night with two human traffickers and nobody else around. I wonder what the man carried in his suitcase as I walked away and slowly and they slowly walked after me with creepy smiles on their faces. The man also called my mobile as I walked away from them, but I kept walking home. I called my boyfriend. I had to go to the next screen. I called my boyfriend who lived in the area and asked him to come quickly. He called the sex traffickers back and told him that he was going to hurt him down and kill him. It was all talk just to scare the traffickers, obviously, but my boyfriend sounded convincing. I just couldn't sleep at night in that apartment. I was terrified to get kidnapped, so after going a few days of no sleep at all, I moved apartments. I am disappointed when I told my friends about what happened because they all blamed me. They told me that I was naive and never should have spoken to strangers on the bus in the first place. But they didn't understand how skilled these people are at manipulating. I sometimes think about this day and how my life would have changed if I had said yes to the modeling gig. Frightening beyond words. Set traffickers are scams and I hope that they all rot in jail, period. Girl, they need to rot in hell. When she said men have already taken 16 pictures of me, probably while sitting in a pool, I just thought how sad that you can't even sit in a pool wearing a bikini, which is totally normal, without someone approaching you or taking random pictures of you without permission. People are messed up and social media allows people to think they know you and are allowed to act like you are already friends. I don't know. It's just, messed, it's just a messed up world. This is the last one. In middle school, the old woman, this old woman actually got me to assist her in her home. She acted as if she had moved to Connecticut and that she had a daughter who went to middle who went to my middle school. But I only found out those details after I shared where I went. She said she knew the house was near, but she was a bit lost. I told this black old lady that I would help her, but what had me surprised when I realized I may just be murdered or sexually abused was when she said here we are why don't you come and look at the picture of my daughter i'll tell her you helped me and since she's new she will have something nice to associate with while at school i go upstairs into her home which was a building but immediately as i entered this chick had sex movies on her tv stacked high i didn't see pictures of her daughter she stood in front of the door and told me i should have a drink I lost it in that house and she let me go. But truly, I was terrified and mostly of all surprised at how this woman had tricked me. It was bad. My mom called me a stupid girl and her and my aunt laughed at me for even being tricked. As a mother today, I realized it was just a scared response to a very close call. I think that's sad that her mom and her auntie even laughed and joked about a situation like that. And I left her a comment and said, I'm so sorry that that happened to you if I was your mom. I would have gave you a big hug, you know, and prayed over you. We would have called the police and reported that woman. And we would have started to research, you know, different ways to protect ourselves. I would have got you mace and different things like that. And to, you know, never go in someone's house again like that. And to even write like a message or something 
to share at school or to to report on the news just so they can help other people and again and then i said and again i'm sorry that happened to you like can you believe these are some people's fucking moms some people are even moms it surprises me like god literally made you a mother okay okay maybe the devil i'm starting to think maybe the devil maybe what god we do have free will after all okay so i wanted to say that um so now i'm supposed to be talking about my experiences i was taking pictures nisha at night remember i told y'all i lost so much weight i bought lingerie i'm like yes 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 so i put up a site People could see and they could even pay for more so let's say i would do a video have a poll i would buy lingerie i would take pictures i wasn't mad about the pictures i felt like if my brother could see them if my pastor could see them my former pastor i don't go anymore my dad would see them i wouldn't care not like i have a dildo fucking doing porn or fucking somebody so i thought they were innocent cool i can make some extra money so i would do a little clip on instagram and i would send the rest to my only fans for people to buy okay so i was dating someone and after we had broke up we would communicate a little bit off and on and he had just randomly told me hey you know the whole point of the call was hey you know someone got you on reddit jacksonville florida reddit uh reddit jacksonville florida host and i was livid um i didn't know as i think back the person didn't tell me who did it the person didn't tell me what type of picture it was the whole point was more so hey do you know you're on here i, I told him to take it down and you're good when i got off the phone i was like oh my god i was just like so thankful like thank you when i got off the phone all these questions came flooding to me who was it why didn't you send me a screenshot i always think of like what i would do if i saw my sister on jacksonville flood of hoes i would screenshot it. i would send it to her i would um contact the person you know i would tell them like take it down i would you know tell my sister i would tell her husband you know i just i felt like i just would have handled it a lot different with evidence so anyways and then it's like my sister will be like why the fuck are you on there <laughs> so then i would be like i have to explain why i'm on there and it was just a hot ass mess i was upset because not because of the pictures i already had the pictures out there i take i just press like when i do these podcasts i might do 9 11 in google whatever picture comes up i can take the picture and put it on my podcast as a picture i don't know those people at all it's on the internet once you put it on there it's on there fine even if you're not putting it on social media if it's in your phone and even if you send it to a lover the government has a five eyes program they can hear every single phone call they can see every single from 9 11 forward and even before then i'm sure 9 11 was just to make it legit pretty sure they was doing it before 9 11 this phone gives them access you got a password on it from regular humans but they have a backdoor key nothing is off limits for them so it's out there we all know this hello um even when the old cameras back in the day when you took those pictures pictures the man in the fucking camera store saw your shit so it still wasn't a secret the only secret pictures you have are the polaroids when you snap fan it and let it dry they're my only secret pictures and once somebody sees it they see it so anyways let me get back to the to the story 
I was not upset about the picture. The pictures are out there. People might be jacking off to them. I don't fucking know. People probably printed them out. People probably made a whole nother page and make money off of them. I don't know. They're out there. Fine. But to put me on Jacksonville holes, number one, I don't understand why men are on there. You want an actual hoe. It's that hard for you to get pussy that you got to go after someone that's so-called a hoe fucking pathetic that reminds me of this, this fucking trafficking when i found out about the whole trafficking world it's very predator you're, you're very predator it's just it's fucking disgusting it's the hugest turnoff ever that's sick that's someone's daughter that's someone's auntie that's someone's grandma that's someone's child and you are a fucking predator looking at that shit doesn't matter that she's not five years old unappropriate or naked it's still someone's picture that they don't have, don't even know that they're on there. And no one gave them permission to put them on there. I said all that to say, I was very upset and I became disappointed in men in general. Men. I just became so disappointed because everybody that was on there, and I want to say, and I think the page is gone now, they knew about it. Another guy that I know told me about it because someone else told him. And Jacksonville is fucking small. All these niggas talk, all these niggas share bitches. It's disgusting. Whatever. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, they're on there. So you all are fucking predators. You're predators. So you you uh you're with someone, you take pictures, you put it on there without their permission. Do you know you can get sued? Do you know you can get a record? Do you know you could be labeled a pedophile? Why would you set yourself up for all of that? To try to embarrass someone, to get back at someone, whether you're a male or a girl, I don't understand. I don't understand the logic. It's pathetic, and the fact that you even have to go on a site like that, I feel sorry for you. All of these websites, Bumblebee, Tinder, all of that, you can't even genuinely go to a bar and pick up someone. You that you have that low self esteem. You have nothing going for yourself that no one will be interested in you. That you got to be a predator. And I was wondering why it was so many fucking people in my inbox. Nigga after nigga after nigga after nigga. I wasn't even responding. Like, delete, block, delete, block. Like, what the fuck? Hey, beautiful. Da, 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 da. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's, I just was deleting them. But I didn't even know what was sending them my way. I didn't know. I didn't care about the pictures. I look fucking good. I'll post some bitches today. I don't have social anymore. But I look good. I look at my damn pictures and I feel my own self. I look good. I love my pictures. They're fucking amazing. They're great. I don't want to get in the industry because I know what the industry is. It's fucking Playboy. Everything is Playboy now. It's just swap your ass around to the highest bidder. I know about sex trafficking and sex slave and stuff. Don't want to be a part of that. But I look fucking good and I'm happy. And I'll just take the pictures for myself now. But to put me <clears throat> on a site, that made me the most upset. You could have kept them for yourself. You could have, I don't know what you could have did, but don't put me and associate me with something that I'm not. Anybody that I've ever, ever, ever been with, I saw a fucking future with them. I could have been your fucking wife. We could have had a fucking family. I'm not just going around fucking just for the hell of it. You, you have, I don't know. Maybe people do. I just don't envision it that way. I was raised with a mother and a father, a beautiful home. 
that is cool. that's beautiful that's what i want that's what i know that's what i want that's how it's supposed to fucking go you're not supposed to be a single fucking dad you're not supposed to be a single fucking mom you're not supposed to be taking care of these kids by yourself it's hard as fuck when no one's looking you're crying that's not how it's supposed to go if we take our time if we get to know people if we get to see if we're compatible if we do you know get married and set that foundation and have a family and stick it out that's how it's supposed to go you're out here randomly fucking people and wondering why shit isn't working maybe you need to look in the mirror and see what you're doing wrong and that's why i had to take a break too like whoa something is wrong here so when i saw this video as i mentioned it brought up self-reflections for myself okay so this is off of the i just wanted to tell y'all about the, the pictures because that really that really upset me and i'm disappointed in so many people because i know I don't, people in Jacksonville, and I know a couple guys, only one person told me. And then someone else told me off of the stream that I knew. Not genuinely like, hey, be careful, I heard your picture out there. But you're going to tell me because I got upset and I put it on my page and someone else told me. So now you want to rebuttal. That's fucking flaw as well. And I know many other people saw it. And no one, only one person told me. And the person that told me was sound like bragging rights like hey i just want to just want to tell you you're on there what which was risky because your fuck ass on there too but anyways i said all that to say as i thought back over my life i grew up with my dad my dad is amazing he was a man of the church we was there fucking saturday through sunday um, he took care of my mom. He took care of us. He's a hard fucking man. He's a Pisces. My brother is too. Pisces are fucking amazing. Now, whatever him and my mom got going on, whatever skeletons, I don't know to this day. But from what I know, he's a great man. Okay. I do know there are people out there with histories. Now, when we looking at this, so many other videos was coming to me. This other lady that I listened to, Queen, a walk with the ancestor. She, she said her fucking dad was going to pay her $50 to sleep with his friend. Her mom said that somebody would pay them to sleep together. I read another book. Let me find a book that the name. Hair Bowls, Sex and Drugs by Shari Thorns. Poor, poor woman went through so much. Nobody looked out for her. Mom, dad, cousins, aunties nobody you shouldn't be young in a fucking strip club and nobody know your age you shouldn't be doing drugs and cracking all this stuff people shouldn't be coming in your room trying to fill up on you what the fuck so many women have that story and it's sad it's pathetic it's disgusting it's ridiculous and when i saw this video and when i look at sex trafficking and all this stuff so much like a light bulb like went off of my head and this world is just Disgusting. So many people, they be right in your face and you don't even know it. Older people old enough to be your grandpa should not be trying to talk to you or sleep with you. That's disgusting. Especially when you have a wife and a child. It's disrespectful, it's disgusting, and it shows what type of person you are. The, the fact that you can't be happy with someone your age says a lot about you. You're a, Again, you're in that predator category. You're a fucking predator. You're preying on someone younger than you. That's disgusting. Two... Hold on, because I wrote down a lot here. Um, being old enough to be your dad that are interested in you are suspect. Predator. I'm going to change the suspect to predator. Men who want to have sex with you 
when you're not conscious is basically rape and that's predator suspect fucking predator family members who are touchy friendly are suspect fucking predator people you know who are older and talk out of way suspect fucking predator i just was thinking back over my life and i just thank god for all of those that have prayed for me and that have been looking out for me because it's some real creepy men in society and they don't even know probably that they need help but it's not normal it's not normal to want a woman younger than you. That screams predator. I'm thinking back to school. Older guys dropping girls off, buying them lunch. Like I used to fucking sneak out and 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 meet older guys. We're not even driving and we meeting guys that are driving. Fucking predators. I remember going to the park one time with my friend. She had a guy, I had a guy. You know, I'm young, you know, sheltered in the church. I don't even know how, and I blame myself. We end up kissing on the fucking park bench, and I guess this guy want to take it further, and I didn't. And I believe I either kicked him or slapped him or something, and he slapped me back. And I will never forget that. And then it was like, so, so what do I do? Do I tell my mom and I get in trouble for sneaking out? Do I cause a scene and now my friend is mad at me? Like, it was just, just so much stuff came up when I saw this video and there's something just has happened in me. Like, I'm just thinking back. Like, men can really be predators and that's not okay. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Um, people you know that are older... Okay, I already said that. I don't think back over my life. So I think all my family, my friends, like I just go out and I just be trying to have a fucking good time. I really am a free spirit. But I should never be taken advantage of. I should never, no matter even how like I've been sheltered so much to where I love the littlest thing I can find. I love little shorts. I love showing my legs. I love this, that, and the other. And I, and I get it now. My mom, she saw the predators. She saw the wolves. So her job was to dress us a certain way, to not let us go certain places, and to keep us out of danger. She she succeeded. My happy ass get out here and like do the opposite of everything that she did, right in harm's way. But on the flip side of that, just because I have on a little skirt or a little dress or a little shorts, that does not mean come fuck me or come rape me you need to have self-control and know that every woman you approach doesn't want you why a woman just can't be nice and friendly just because every guy that i know i do not want a relationship i do not want to be my husband and i do not want to fuck high can simply be high it doesn't have to go anywhere else for you to think that it's supposed to go anywhere else is fucking predator and when is enough going to be enough even people that are married or in relationships are still out here on the prowl. I do not. I do get it. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the book in a minute. It's fucking disgusting. I don't even look at men the same way anymore. I really don't. Um, so as I reflect, I realize why I had a have a such a hard time with the real world. And again, I was because I wrote that part. I just grew up around a different type of man. So that's the man that I know. But having experienced the world and just being in different relationships and stuff there are different type of men out there that i definitely have to be aware of um there's soft predators you know and it just goes up to the ones that'll 
pushing the fucking back of the truck. But they all are the same. I'm going to call a spade a spade. A fucking predator is a predator. You lurking just like them. They just got ropes. You just going to be sneaky about it. Um. So, yeah, I, I just grew up around a different type of man. And I think I tried to put everybody in that window. And that's not the case. I definitely get it now. Um. I think men have changed, though, because... In the olden days, it was the guy's, the guy's job to be the protector. And instead of protecting, they're predators now. Like, why did the old lady have to come up to the girl and say, hey, we're waiting on you? That was another woman saving a woman. What, would the, what was the man in that situation? Like, you better get your ass on. That's a little ass girl. Da, da, da. That's what's wrong. Nobody's conf- The men aren't confronting the men. And they're just doing Because they're all fucking doing it. That's probably why. And thinking it's okay. And I remember dating. Like, my dad will be like, nah. That ain't it. I'm trying to tell you because I'm a man. I get it now. You have that predator instinct. You either are going to. I guess bury it or use it I guess and and I'm not it's not all about men because women do it too hmm he make a lot of money I'm a, okay I'm gonna have his baby whether we work or not I'm gonna get that check women do it too a predator's a fucking predator hmm he make a lot of money I'm gonna do xyz I'm gonna get in the ring he gonna get me the house I don't gotta work women are predators too it's not just men but that's not how it's supposed to be just up here using folks. That's crazy. If you can't get it the right way, that means you don't need it. All in all, I think um, self-defense is important. Uh, self-defense can be education. Uh, knowing predators or a wolf or whatever you want to call them. Um, being able to defend yourself. I think really in the youth, like... We grew up saying, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And, like, just being docile to adults. And I think you can fall into situations like that, too, because you, you listen to the one that's in charge. You do what the older one says, even if it's wrong. And no one's there to, like, monitor or protect. And it's just, it's, it's fucked up, really. It's, it's just, it really is a fucked up situation. Um, uh, women should have like maize like my ex gave me he did when i was going walking he definitely got me some maize uh the friend got me a knife i'm in the process of um building up my gun collection um they have safes that you can put the gun, guns in to protect them from kids and stuff but you can have you can have them all over you can i don't know if we can carry here i gotta look at that again but you can have them on yourself, in the car, in in the room, under the pillow, under the bed, whatever. I want a shotgun. Bang. And I want a little one and I want a big one. I'm going to see if I can get as many as I can. Shit, as many as they'll let me get. Um, I saw the move. Oh, I know what triggered this. Let me tell you one thing. When I drink, it doesn't take much for me to black out. And usually when I go out, I'm with my sister or my, or my best friend. And they both be like, bitch, no more drinks. You know, like, that's it. And you, or you spend the night with me. Like, they really, really, really have had my back as I look back over my life. Because when I'm gone, I'm gone. When I saw this movie, Them, um, 
gosh, y'all need to see that. There's so many messages in there. You can get you you can you can look at that movie in so many different perspectives and get so many different messages. But I got flashbacks when I saw this movie. So her husband took the two kids to the movies and she had a baby. So, you know, you don't really see babies in the movies and she wants to stay home, wash her clothes or whatever. And as soon as she left, as soon as they left, not an hour after they had left, an old white lady and three men came. And this was like Georgia back dirt road. And, um, you know, she tried to hide her baby. She tried to hide Well, you know, they was going to get what they was going to get and go. So the old white lady wanted her baby. Even though she hid the baby, she found him and put the damn baby in a pillowcase, the clothes that she was about to wash, and was playing baby in a sack, baby in a sack, throwing the baby around from person to person to person. Blood started coming out the damn pillowcase, and then the baby hit the fucking floor. The baby was dead. That hurt my whole soul because I've lost kids, so it hurt. It affected me in that way. And then just to think that there are people out there that would do that, and just the thing that I have learned, like people will literally kidnap kids and scare them and torture them to get adrenochrome in their blood, and that's not human. Like that's another entity, and and that's how that entity has to live. But there has to be another way, like you know. And it's sad because. We may say, oh, my God, you know, they're killing kids and getting their blood so they could survive. And then we turn around and shoot the cow so we could survive. It's not that the same thing. Two sources of life trying to live. So, I don't know. It's just, there's more to it. Because I don't know nobody that's like, hey, give me some baby blood. Like, I don't know nobody that's on that. So, what the fuck are we dealing with here? So, um... And then there was a big fat guy that fucking raped her. There was nothing she can fucking do in that case. Which is like, oh my God. Oh my God. Fucking guy raped her. There was nothing she could do. So, I just remember being blacked out twice. And I just promised myself it will never happen again because ain't no telling what happened when I blacked out. And I have to deal with that. But I'm not drinking anymore because I don't want to ever be in that situation again. And at the end of the day, you have to look out for you. You can't put that responsibility on anyone else. Um, the other person involved or people around, it's, it all falls on you. So the, the next... Um, so, yeah, that movie was very triggering for me. But the next podcast I'm going to do is on protection because the highest form of protection is not physical, it's spiritual. And I wanted to do that. And I'm so excited because my cousin is, like, making soaps and oils and stuff. I'm going to get her to make me some protection stuff. I'm about to get a protection um, protection tattoo. I have my crystals in my car. I usually have my crystals on me. It's crystals on my house. It's sigils on my front door. But... I know I can, we are so fucking powerful. They don't even want us to tap into that, but we're so fucking powerful. You can, whatever you think can happen. Let me just put it that way. Whatever you think does happen. I'm going to just leave it at that. So sometimes 
it's just good to do good because you don't even know how powerful people are. Somebody could be so hurt or so angry and boom, whatever they thought is going to manifest on you. And then you, for being on the wrong side of it, you got to eat that karma. No matter what protection you have, the fact that you did X, Y, Z, it opened you up for that karma. Nobody can get around karma. Nobody. So even in the Bible, it even says do good, you know, so nobody will have nothing against you. And that's true. And I believe that's probably why a lot of things haven't happened to me just because of the good. But I still have to put up that extra protection and be vigilant and not have myself in situations for things to happen. But just looking at the whole, oh, I found out about something else too. John Benet Ramsey, uh, I wasn't no intruder. She was part of the sex trafficking too. So my question is, was her daddy in on it? Was her brother in on it? Was because the way the dad made it seem like, oh, we were looking for her. And when we went downstairs, we saw her body. And it was a room that nobody knew existed. You got a whole predator room in your house. So shame on him. Shame on the wife and the brother. I wouldn't be surprised if they was messing with him too. It's the whole society that wants you. Oh, the book, the book, the book. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they want you. If it isn't for the organs. And it isn't for their sexual pleasure. It goes deeper than that. Okay. I be having my um, affirmations going. I heard it's better to listen to affirmations than music. Because you don't know what they secretly do with that music. But you know what affirmations she's saying. So um, if it don't seem right, you can turn it off. But this book is called The Dragon Legacy, The Secret History of Ancient Bloodline by Nicholas Verde. Bruh, I got so much highlighting in here. I hope I can find it. Let's see. Listen to this part. Simply put... The Tantrix would insert a golden, a golden flute into the urethra and massage the inner, inner area of the vagina just above the pubic bone. After a few minutes, a swelling is detected. This is the engorging of the Grafenberg gland, which I learned in my sexology class, um, which has corresponding to it a special little chakra the fucking g-spot at this point the g-spot orgasm and the fluid contained in the gland is discharged into the aretha and is sucked through the golden straw as with the rose of diana the lily of the valley that's in the bible y'all it's held subliminally for some time before sw swallowing what the reason for it, this is that the process of digesting reduces the intake of the required hormone, whereas subliminal ingestion is achieved directly through the blood vessels under the tongue. And this act is a physical act of courtly love. If intercourse were to take place, the psyche of the grown mating would change. The same Cynatic dynamics will allow her to affect the functioning of her endocrinal system, which would also radically affect subconsciously the levels of hormones she was able to produce. 
in tandem with the reaction of the melatonin in the bloodstream caused by an increase in body mass and puberty, sexual intercourse actually triggers the genes to start the aging process and the reduction of hormonal output. The female body recognized vaginal penetration as the key to maturing the maturing process. So in this book, it talks about how there's always a virgin maiden and the guy would either orally suck or eat or whatever this person you know there's there's different different sex that they talk about where there's uh kings queens knights vampires dragons whatever they're they're different cultures but this one he they want to do with a golden straw but they all are the same the point is to suck the virgin's g-spot fluid or her cum or her orgasm and it would give them long life and knowledge long life and knowledge so for everybody thinking that eating a pussy is something new this is very old but these people are doing it from virgins and you just heard for the melatonin hello and if they are having sex it will be different hello so it's a whole nother sect going on that we don't know about so that they can be smart and it would say how they would be they needed that wisdom to rule and to live long so correct me if i'm wrong women you have within your dna within your body within your fucking calm knowledge and wisdom and long life You you can rule on your own. The man needs you. You don't need him. He needs you. And in this book, it also says that when you look at the kings and queens, when you looked at the kings, they always had a queen by their sides because he could not lead without a queen. He couldn't lead without a queen. So I feel like in history, they demonized the woman because some of them were witches too. This book talked about witches. They started burning them up. Like the, the men didn't want to be second anymore. They wanted to be first. And so now in history, what what you see, oh, women want rights too. Oh, women don't want to stay home. Oh, women want to work because they're waking up and they're remembering. Wait a minute. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite Marvel movies or whatever, whichever one it is, is Wonder Woman. How it was a, a village full of women. And in history, there was a tribe like that. And they would only get the sailors to have babies and the sailors couldn't live on the village with them. Like, I really do feel, and back in, in time, some women had both organs and they could produce by themselves. I mean, way back in time, like, there were no men until they created men. So, think about it. I just saw this um video where this one lady had nine babies, naturally. And the last person that had that many babies was Octomom and hers was IVF. This was an African couple. So, my intuition is telling me, back in the day, women had multiple babies, not no one. And that's the perfect time for someone to try to attack because you got five babies and they know they can't get all of them. But in the midst of fighting shit, they're going to eat something. So woman had to create a creator. So out of herself, she created a creator. So now I'm over here nursing the kids and stuff. You protect us because they say when you find your soulmate or your twin flame, it is one. You found your other half. So when I think about, okay, soulmate twin flame, if that's your other half, at some point, the two were one, which leads me back to what I was saying. So, um, yeah.
all of that just to say be safe if some creep predators out here um the world really isn't what what you think it is um these kids aren't just missing for nothing uh if it ain't, ain't about pimping her out uh if either they're gonna pimp her out for money they're gonna kill her for them organs or they gonna, as you just heard they're gonna if she's young enough and if she's a virgin that's probably hot commodity they gonna suck her up for wisdom and long life so yeah this world this book if you if you get a chance this book is a read for sure like i gotta go go back and look at true blood I got to go look at Once Upon a Time. Like, all the pieces are, like, coming together. Like, when you watch movies and stuff, you get pieces. But now it's time to put the puzzle together. Because we got all the pieces. We just, But if you look at them separately, you'll never see the picture. You got to sit down and put the pieces together. So, yeah. The next episode is going to be on protection. Because, you know, your, your father, your mother is Earth. She's going to protect you. And your father made the whole universe. So you shouldn't fear nothing. Everything in existence should fear you. So the next podcast I'm going to do is going to be on power and protection. Because it's time to wake up in our power and protection. And they said a while ago our powers are activated. Some people's power has been activated. I know my family members can see. My cousin can talk. I have dreams and visions. And now I can think of someone and they'll call me or text me. So something is kicking in so just change your diet and stuff so you can start to tap it so your powers can increase too you probably already got them so they can increase too and they say everything that we have is an imitation of what we already have so this internet me sending a text message to someone else or someone reading them you can do that telepathically the that text messaging is just mimicking the ability Thanks a billion for listening. You can reach me on other social media platforms at www.linktr.ee forward slash L-U-V dot M-E-E-S-H. I hope you have a better than great day. Love ya. Talk to you later. Mwah. Bye. Go Mimi. It's the Misha podcast. Hey. Go Mimi. Me, me. Go Mimi. Me, me.